Welcome to Behind the Black Curtain, an inspiring podcast that follows the story of Nikki Rowland's incredible journey. Join Nikki as she inspires other single women and single moms to be courageous and continue to persevere through their own life journey. Together, we will learn from Nikki's success and struggles as we create a tribe of women committed to finding freedom from their past, purpose in their present, and unlocking the potential for the future. Welcome to Behind the Black Curtain. Hey babes, welcome back to season two of Behind the Black Curtain. I hope you guys are excited as I am. To be honest with you though, I feel just as nervous or maybe a little bit less, but I feel nervous like I did in season one. And it's crazy because you would think that after doing season one, I believe I recorded at least 13 episodes that I would be at ease at this point and we would just be free flowing. Um, but the nerves are there. And because of that, I actually dragged out the date to record this podcast episode. There has definitely been some changes and some things that I've been working on since season one. And just putting myself back out there again, it just brings up the feeling, the slight anxiety again. Um, I told you guys in season one that I'm a private person. So when I started that podcast, it was just like, yo, you're about to let in people into a part of your life that you don't usually share with others. And I did it because I know that God was guiding me to do that. That was the only reason. When we decide to share our stories with others, you put yourself in such a vulnerable place where people now believe that they, <laughs> people actually believe that they really know you more than what they do. Um, they'll listen to an episode or even all episodes and feel like they have you figured out. And I didn't want to have to deal with that. I didn't want to have to deal with people judging me, which is something that I let go of. And my biggest thing was I just didn't want to share things that are private in, in my life with strangers and have people feel like I'm either playing a victim or I didn't want it to be a oh, woe is me thing. I've never had that mentality. I've always been a person where I don't like to ask for help. Um, I'm either going to figure it out or I'm just going to go without it. And God was just like, no, girl, you about to share the story. Not only what you're going through, but you're about to share the stories with what you've gone through because you didn't go through them for no reason. There's people, these stories are going to help. And so that's where I'm like, I'm just going to be obedient because the place that I was in, <laughs> the situation that I was in, I was like, yo, like at the end of the day, I had no control. I really felt like my hands were tied and I had no choice but to follow God and so I opened up and I decided to share with you guys my stories and with that I want to emphasize the purpose of my podcast which is to share my personal stories and my lessons and to provide inspiration I want you to be able to hear my stories and when I talk to you about how mentally I'm going down you know emotionally I, I am tapped out and I share with you the tools and the things that I've done to help bring me back up in hopes that it empowers you and it inspires you to continue to push forward that's what this podcast is about so if you got anything else outside of it like if you felt like the podcast was just me just telling my story for the fun of it and absolutely not 
uh, <laughs> if you felt like, or whatever you thought this podcast was about, I hope that cleared it up for you. So again, welcome to season two. We're going to do some quick reflections on my past journey, and then I'm going to bring you guys up to where I'm at. So I hope you guys are ready to just kick back with me today because I just want to talk. Um, I'm always talking from my heart when I do these podcast episodes, but y'all, I may not have a structure today. I may be all over the place, but um. I have a lot on my mind, okay? It's just a whirlwind of thoughts and contemplation. So let's go back. In season one, I started off with sharing with you guys with where I was at in my life and the fact that I had lost everything within a matter of probably about seven months. And I don't, I don't think at that time I shared with you guys how it all started, okay? So we're gonna talk about that a little bit. So in July, of 2022 july 1st first day of july 2022 and i'm saying this because that date is significant okay uh i lost my job and me losing my job honestly came out of nowhere and i know we will hear people say this and it's like come to find out like you was you you know you was cutting up at work or you were doing things that you weren't supposed to or whatnot right that was it had nothing to do with me i honestly had the ceo come into my office personally come into my office that week that i got fired and she's telling me she's hearing nothing but great things about me for me to keep it up so on and so forth i think it was like a day or two later i had my boss come into my office and she's saying the same things and she's then like hey Nikki I want to now show you how to do this that and whatever basically I'm gonna add more to your plate because I know you can take it right that same day I get home and I'll never forget it was a Friday um, I come home and I get a call and basically I'm being told that I no longer have that position Without going into long details, uh, long story short, the company was splitting and there was a lot of legal things going on there. So there's that. Anyway, so I lose a job. I was annoyed. I was pissed with how it all went down because again, I didn't even see, I had no warning. I saw, I did not see this coming, but I said to myself, you know, like God got me. I ain't worried about this. I'm about to get another job real quick because your girl got skills. I have experience. I'm a great worker. One thing that anybody has that has ever worked with me can always say and have always said is that I am great at what I do. Like whatever my job is, I'm going to excel at it, right? I come in and I may be the new person, but I end up leading. And this is not to sound braggadocious or anything, but I'm gonna toot my own horn at this point because I'm being really honest and transparent with you guys. So I said, I'm not worried about it. I'm going to get another job quickly. I'm thinking at most two weeks, I'll be working somewhere else. So I started applying for jobs. And at first, immediately, like I was getting responses and whatnot. I remember going through an entire interview and this guy is loving me and he's thinking I'm great. He wants me to be a manager for his company and da 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 da. And then two days later, he goes, yeah, I decided to do something else with the role. So I'll just keep your resume on file. And I'm like, yo, what? whatever I'm gonna keep applying so I'm applying I'm applying I'm applying I am applying to so many jobs and it went from getting some sort of a response to like I'm not getting any response like whatsoever complete cricket okay so then money dries up <laughs> and then you're now applying for unemployment which applying for unemployment is a pain in the butt okay but you're applying for that or I'm applying for unemployment and dealing with this process. I don't have any money at this point and now I'm starting to stress and I don't know what's going on. 
But again, I'm thinking like this is going to end soon, right? So unemployment money comes in. Of course, it's not going to cover everything for me. I had some big bills. Uh, <laughs> and But anyway, it's coming in and... I'm like, okay, I'm feeling okay. But then it's starting to, it's starting to dwindle. Rem- reminder, I went through about seven months before I ended up having to just be like, yo, I got to move in with my ex-husband at this point. So I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to have to apply for like food stamps. I'm going to have to get some government assistance to help me out for right now. And so I'm applying for the food stamps and I'm being denied for that as well. I don't have a job. Okay, (laughs) I don't have a job, but I am being denied for that. I got, I tried twice and they denied me. I tried to get assistance to pay rent, could not find any help. I tried to get assistance to pay like my utility bills. Uh, And let me share that story with you guys. So in Texas, it is hot as hell. Okay, that's just what it is. Our summers are like 100 plus degrees every day. If you ain't running that AC, something wrong with you. <laughs> like, like, I'm you're running the AC like all the time. My bill, my electric bill would show up as like 250 to 300 a month. No lie. And this is not because my bill was not fully paid the month before or late. It's like, no, this is what the bill is for this month. I paid every month on time. That's a pretty big bill. And that's just for you, you, just for electricity, right? And so I found a a church that said that they could help. And I was like, okay, I will at least go to them and see if they can pay partial, you know, partial bill. And that way it'll help give me some sort of relief because now I'm trying to figure out how to balance everything out. Y'all, this church, I go into the church and they're like, come in with your your driver's license, your bill. We can pay $150 towards it only. And I'm like, cool. I go in there and there's three women as I walk into their little office and they're really sweet and whatnot. And I sit down and she starts asking me things like, um so what happened to your job well what are you going to do about work are you looking and I'm like yo that to me is like so insulting and it's just a humiliating place for me to be in because one I'm a hard worker right I'm a very prideful person I'm not gonna lie so I'm not gonna be out here just willy-nilly putting myself in a position where I have to rely on anybody especially not the government I don't want that handout I really don't so when you're asking me are you looking for jobs oh, you're looking for jobs and you still haven't found anything in like six, seven months? Really? Hmm, that's strange. I'm like, yo, I'm not making this up, right? So I'm sitting there and she's trying to be nice, but my heart is breaking. And I remember sitting there and the tears, I couldn't even hold them back anymore. The tears are just streaming down my face because I'm just humiliated. And she says, don't worry, we're, we're gonna pay the 150 for you, right? So she copies my ID, copies the bill. She's like, we're going to call the company and we're going to pay it for you. You don't even have to sit here anymore. I'm like, all right. So I go home and I'm thinking, yo, it's a church. I don't have to worry about it. Like I know they paid this, right? Well, about a week or so later when the bill was due, you know, and I went to go pay the remaining balance, something said, go online and check first and see how much that bill is. See if they actually paid the 150. And y'all, I, call, I I actually called. And the 
full bill amount was still remaining. They paid absolutely nothing towards that bill. Absolutely nothing. And I was crushed. But thank God I had the money to cover it and I did what I did. But once that happened to me, now mind you, I'm already at the point where I've applied for God knows how many jobs. I'm not getting anything back. If I do get anything back, it's them saying, thank you for applying. But if y'all have, <laughs> if any of you have been out there looking for a job and you're having a hard time, you already know these emails that are coming through, right? You get sick of getting them. So I'm either getting that um, or nothing at all. I can't get any form of assistance. I don't know why. They're not giving me a reason. I go to a church and they don't stand on their word, right? And honestly, I'm not saying this because I'm saying anything against churches. I'm just letting you guys know what I've gone through with within the past year, but they don't pay anything. I get to the point like, yo, I ain't asking nobody for nothing no more. I'm not expecting, I'm not being hopeful. Like that's where my mind went. I am tired of being hopeful. I'm tired of believing. I don't care anymore. And so I would have friends like, yo, you need to just apply, apply again, apply for food stamps. You need to apply for this, 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 this. And they have to give it to you because you don't have a job. And that actually started to stress me out because when I tell someone that, hey, this is what I'm going through and this is what I've been trying to do and the doors have been slamming in my face, I don't know why people believe like them telling me to go do these things it's going to magically now have these people approve me or want to help me like yo I already told you I've been through that and I understand that you from what you're used to this is protocol right from what you're used to from your life experience or your family life experience you've seen them do these things and they got the help but I am telling you that is not my story and so I remember waiting up until the very last minute to tell my ex-husband like I'm gonna have to leave this apartment because I'm not gonna be able to pay the rent here anymore so you know we're gonna have to I didn't even say we're gonna have to move in with you he immediately was like I'm not gonna let you guys be on the street so come with me and so we moved into his house with him and that's where I've been for the past few months and I've shared with you guys that when I moved here emotionally I was tapped out I went through depression I I just had thoughts that were not good thoughts I went through stages of just feeling like God hated me and I just didn't understand why, you know, like what did I do that was so bad? It made no sense to me. I have a personal relationship with God. I had one prior to this and I actually was working on it getting stronger when everything decided to fall apart, right? Y'all see that connection there, right? So I just was like, I don't understand. And at the end of the day, God is God and God he runs everything so he can change this and the fact that this is happening is him allowing this to happen to me so what do you what is the lesson that you're trying to get me to get here because I don't get it you know I'm trying to figure out every time I think I've figured out the lesson I'm like well I'm still in this situation now so yo that must not be it so God just talk to me clearly but <laughs> I share with you guys everything that I you know I was going through pretty much everything that I was going through through that time with me deciding like I need therapy I need, I need a therapist right now because I would have days where I couldn't get out of bed. I would like get my son to school and come back and be in my bed and I would cry. I would cry probably until two o'clock in the afternoon. I would wake up and cry myself back to sleep and then wake up and cry myself back to sleep. And I said, I got to get this together. So I got a therapist. I, I kept leaning more into God because again, who else am I going to lean on? God had made it clear to me that man is not one for me to depend on. 
And I do believe that there's actually a scripture that says, you know, do not put your trust in mere humans. Do not put your trust in mere humans. They are as frail as breath. What good are they? (laughs) Right? And it was just like, he just kept telling me that I have to trust him. Like, honestly, I kept getting that I have to like, just trust me. Trust me. Do not be afraid. I am with you. And that's what I had to do. And in all honesty, you guys, I did not go without anything during this entire time. I was never hungry. I was never like... nothing never got shut off in my home like all my bills were still always paid on time I had everything that I need my kids always had what they needed money came in in big amounts at certain points that helped bring me back up to where I needed to be I had friends come in and just pour into us you know and I was always provided for it was I never had to go begging to be honest and when I went begging and when I say begging it's like basically me going out looking for assistance it never it never happened like no one helped me I all I got was no's and so God had made it clear to me that at the end of the day he is the one that I have to lean on he is the only one that I can depend on and so that definitely strengthened my relationship but I still was confused with like yo what is going on here I understand you're providing for me I understand that you soften the heart of my enemy (laughs) and I say that because prior to moving in with my ex-husband honestly we had a civil relationship but to to say that I would ever live with him again I'll be like you out your mind because We had a civil relationship, but we also bumped heads often enough where it was just like, yeah, no. So for God, I do believe it was God that softened his heart, right? And I'm not even saying that us staying here has always been perfect, but it has been good. Overall, it has been good and and I'm just grateful. So that's where we're at. I shared my stories with you guys with my past, you know, prior to me even being in the situation because I wanted you guys to get an idea and understanding of who I am and my background and what I've experienced and what has brought me to the my thought process and what brought me to this point, right? And I also wanted to get you guys to understand like I, this is not something where this is the first time in my life that I've I've been dealing with something that is extremely hard or I'm in a wilderness season. I've been in <laughs> some really hard situations. I think more times than a lot of people in this world will probably ever experience. And I wanted to share these stories or it was important for me to share these stories with you guys so that you can get an understanding of, you know, when you're going through your own stuff, one, you are not alone. Two, let me tell you how I made it through, right? I'm going to share with you my my thought process, how I was hurting just like you because we're we're all human beings here. So I'm, I was feeling the same pain, the same insecurity, the same doubts, the going through the depression, just like you or anybody else. But let me tell you how I got back on my feet. And let me tell you the lessons that I've learned from it in hopes that even if you're not going through something right now, but you do go through something in the future, you can, you can pull back on this and be like, yo, okay, Nikki said when she went through this, this is what she did. And this is what she learned from it, right? Or even maybe my lessons can help prevent you from going through some of the things that I had to go through and that's why I shared these stories with you guys and so here we are with season two and life is changing y'all so let's talk about this divine guidance and me I'm starting to emerge from this hardship so I told you guys in 2022 
July 1st of 2022, I lost that job. Have not been able to get one since. Well, June of 2023, I got to the point where I was like, I don't give a damn anymore. I don't care about these jobs. I am tired of applying. It was to the point where I was applying to jobs where I was really overqualified, right? Clearly overqualified. But I'm like, let me just apply to anything at this point. So just so I can make some kind of money. And these people will still write me and tell me, thank you, but no. <laughs> so <laughs> I was applying for jobs. I got to the point where I was applying for jobs where it was like, ain't no way I could pay. There's no way I can move out on this money. But what I will do is I, I will take that money and start stacking it and then keep looking for something else in the meantime that paid me more. That's where my mind was. But honestly, June hit and I was like, yo, I'm sick of this. And I remember praying to God and I'm like, what is it that you want me to do? Because I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to figure it out. Um, if you hate me, just say that, you know, I go on social media and you see certain influencers who their platform is like blowing up and they're like, oh, my platform blew up because God's anointing is on it and God's anointing is on me. And that's why. And it, it is kind of triggering. I'm not going to lie because you're like, well, wait a minute now. I know what my relationship is like with God, right? Um, I know at the end of the day, I've only been following God. Like when I say God, when I talk to people about God, I'm not doing it for cloud, which is something that we see a lot on social media now. People would talk about God and I'm doing air quotes right now, but they would kind of try to tack God onto what they're doing for clout right it's like a buzzword it draws people in right now and that's what I'm noticing but you know when I look at their lifestyle and what they're portraying online I'm like yo this is not matching up with you being a believer like you're saying you are and so I had conversations with God when I'm like, yo, how are you like, what's going on? And I'm being honest with you guys, like what is going on? How are they blowing up the way they are? And I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even asking for that. I don't even want all of that, God. Like, I don't even need to have all that. I'm just asking you to put me in a position where I'm back on my feet. That's it. And so I remember just talking to God. I'm like, yo, okay, I've come to the conclusion that I will never be working for anyone again because obviously that ain't what God want. <laughs> it's just like, because ain't no way. It's about to be a year and I still haven't had a job. Like anything I apply for, it's a no. It's insane. And so when I got to that mindset, I was like, I don't care anymore. And I just started creating my own stuff, you guys. I started putting out my YouTube videos again. And I created a journal that is coming out really soon. I'm excited. But I created a journal for women where they will have like a daily devotional in there as well. I started an online store that I'm going to be releasing soon where I'm going to be selling certain products for women to just help with their mindset and just, you know, help them to feel good and so on and so forth. I figure like this is where I need to put my mind at. Like you need to build your own stuff. So I started working on these things in private and I just kind of kept it to myself. I think I told like probably two friends and that was it. And I just was like working for people is just not going to be for me. Boom. Because y'all ain't going to buy, you not about to keep telling me no. The job that you have posted, what you're asking me to do is like, it's not even that deep. And you're telling me no. <laughs> so <laughs> there was that. But anyway, when I got to that mindset, I remember on June 16th, I wrote in my journal, I said, quiet time with God. And I 
just started talking to God and praying and opening my Bible to wherever he was leading me to. And God was saying a lot to me and God was directing me, basically telling me that I'm, I'm coming out of this, right? This season. And I'm like, yo, okay, I've heard this before. So like how much, you know, I'm thinking like, it's going to be a while. That was June 16th. By the end of June, whatever the last day of June was, was it the 20, the 30th, 31st? I don't know how many days June has, but I remember, (laughs) I remember someone reaching out to me or indeed reaching out to me about someone that saw my resume on there and they're interested and I'm not gonna lie to y'all when I got this email I was like yo whatever because honestly I've had so many flipping employers actually reach out to me me not even reaching out to them but them contacting me saying hey I saw your resume your qualifications I think you would be a great fit for this role that I'm you know hiring for if you're interested please apply and I would apply and those particular people would not even, I wouldn't even get a response back. I wouldn't even get the email of thank you for applying, but nah, they would not even like, there was no contact back. So when I got this message from Indeed, I was like, yo, I don't have time for this, like whatever. And so this person had messaged me on there. It's like, hey, I saw your resume. You have all the qualifications that we're looking for. I would love to speak with you. And I was like, whatever. I remember seeing that and taking, I probably saw it like on a Friday, um, like the Friday before. And then I was just like, yeah, I'll respond later. I was out, um, out of the house. And I forgot until like the following Tuesday. And indeed it's like, hey, you have not responded to this person. Go ahead and respond to them even if you don't want the the position. And I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm interested. As soon as I said I was interested, I immediately received a text message from the employer. Like, hey, I would love to talk to you. And again, your girl was jaded. I'm not gonna lie. I was jaded. I was a little stank, like, um, okay, whatever. And so like, he's like, you know, when would you have time? And I'm just like, uh, I don't know, maybe in a day or two, like I gave him like, some dates and you know he's like okay well what time and I'm like I didn't respond until the next day when I tell you I was so unbothered because my mind was like you're not about to disappoint me like my hopes have been up so many times you're not about to disappoint me and I remember finally like on June I think it was was it June 30th that I spoke to this person on the phone or something like that anyway it was the day before July 1st but when I spoke to this person on the phone when I tell y'all this job when I tell (laughs) y'all that everything that I was saying for the past year of I know God's hand is all over the situation just the way everything is playing out the fact that doors are being shut that I that I can't open for whatever reason but I am being provided for I have more than enough I've ne- I've never went a day lacking I me being able to go to the gym have keep my gym membership moving and starting a new gym membership you know because that is my happy place that's the place that I get to go to release my stress and so on and so forth like me being able to stay calm 
uncomfortable this entire time outside of, you know, being uncomfortable because I don't have my own place, but everything else has been comfort for me. I knew it was God. And so when I spoke to this man and the way he's just like, I really believe you're the person for this job. Like he's just going on and on. Like you're the person, you're the person. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then he says to me, I've been looking for a person for this position for a while now. I took note of that. And when he's like, afterwards, he's like, hey, do you have any questions? So on and so forth. I said, hey, yeah. One of my questions is, you said you were looking for someone to fill this position for a while. What happened? Like, why haven't you found anyone yet? And he said to me, I honestly don't know. He said, every time I schedule someone to come in for an interview, they were telling me like, yeah, I'll come in. I'll come check it out. He said, they never showed up. He said, I, it's almost as if people don't want to work, which to me, I was like, bruh, please don't come. <laughs> please don't start with that because I've been looking for a job for a minute. But he's like, it's almost as if people don't want to work. Like Nikki, I've scheduled so many people to come in for this interview and they haven't shown up. And that's why I was like, yo, this is my job. So anyway, uh, I don't want to make that story too long, but that was probably the day before July. And then he says to me, would you like to come into the office and check it out for yourself? And I was like, sure why not and that's where I, I had already knew I had the job um <laughs> I already knew I had the job before I walked in there but the following week you know now it's officially a year since I've been out of work I, the following week I go in there and we talk and just the way that our morals and our values align and what he's looking for and the fact that this person there's two of them they're their belief in me is so strong it's mind-blowing their belief in me coming in and doing a great job in this position is mind-blowing them being willing to negotiate my pay with me i'm not gonna lie to y'all i have never had this done with me before i have applied to jobs before where I'm asking for a certain amount because I know that is what I am worth and I need to live and be able to take care of my family. And these people will be like, yeah, no, they, they refuse, right? And so I would have to let it, let it go. But for me to come in and say, hey, this is what I'm asking for and then being willing to negotiate and we're going back and forth until we find a happy median. But there was really, in all honesty, was no stress. It was like literally like this job was being handed to me, like it's been sitting there waiting on me. And I'm like, all of this is God. This is all God. And I'm looking at the date and I'm like, yo, it is exactly a year <laughs> since I've lost my other one. And now I've come out of that season. I'm, I'm coming out of that season, right? It's been a year, July 1st, and now we're in mid-July and now I'm going into something new. I'm going into a position that I've wanted forever. A while. I've wanted to do this for a long time. And the people that I worked for uh, prior to everything falling apart, there was just a lot of pushback, right? They saw my work ethic. They saw my style. They knew how capable I was. But there was such a power struggle in that company that it was just like, yeah, no, we can't let her do it. For somebody that does not even know me, but just saw my resume, the same resume that's been out there for a year, right? It's been altered a few times, but it's basically the same skills on there for them to say and be like, yo, I know that you're more than qualified for this blows my mind. And so 
I wanted to share that with you guys because I told you I'm going to share with you as I go on this journey and it's just so exciting to see where I'm headed now. Now with that being said, yeah, I'm excited about this opportunity and I love the fact that I it's very clear that this job is for me. I'm not going to lie to y'all. I'm nervous. There's just been a whirlwind of thoughts and contemplation going on in my head. I'm excited, but at the same time, there's like these questions. My whole perspective of life has now changed. What I want out of my life has now changed. The way I view life has now changed within this past year. So much has changed for me. This entire past year has been a journey of self-discovery. It really has been. And so even with this opportunity coming, I'm like, okay, I'm grateful, but I'm not going to lie to you. There's been nights that I've, I've woken up in the middle of the night, almost in a little panic attack because I'm like, what if this doesn't work? What if this doesn't work right? What if this fails? And I know that this is coming from a place of trauma. This is coming from a place of things failing in the, in the past or me trying or me going after certain things and the door is being constantly slammed in my face. And now I'm just like, yo, is this, is this too good to be true? You know, I know this is the position I've been wanting for a while, for years, actually. And now I, it's being actually handed to me. I didn't even, I really didn't interview y'all. I'm not going to lie. I really didn't interview for it. This man just knew that this was for me. And now I'm just like, yo, am I in over my head? Like, these are the thoughts that are in my mind. And so... I'm going to take you guys as I go through this, but I wanted to, sh I want to share some questions with you that I want you to ask for yourself, you know, within the past year and everything you've experienced, whether it's good or bad, whether it's good or it's been challenging, I'll say that it's been challenging. How has your perspective changed? How do you now view life? Do you, do you still want the same things that you wanted last year? Because I'm asking myself, like, Nikki, what do you want? Like, what do you really want out of life? What do you want your legacy to be? I know what I was trying to focus on before. And in all honesty, I've always wanted to help women. I wanted to influence others. And when I say influence, it's not necessarily like I need to be a big time influencer on any social media platform, but I wanted to use who I am as a woman, as a mother, what I've learned throughout my life, through all these experiences. I wanted to use all of that to impact the lives of others and to help inspire and empower and motivate other women and men to keep pushing forward, to keep going for more, to keep elevating in their lives. That's what I've always wanted to do. And I felt like I had to do it a certain way, right? Like I had to show up on social media and work on blowing up on social media to make this happen. But that perspective came from what I was told that I should do. That perspective came from what others were telling me, like, this is the way to go about this. And now that I'm, I've gone through everything that I've gone through, I realize how much more I value my worth, my relationship with God, my my peace. All of these things are so much more important to me. Like it's important for me to honor myself. And so do I really want to be out there exhausted, always feeling like I need to post and show up in a certain way? Or do I want to just be me and have who is meant to receive my message? They're going to receive it. And so all of these things are running through my mind because again, I still want to put my, my work out there, but I don't want to be a slave to the system. 
I don't want to come out of this season going back into the grind and be in exhausted mode. In all honesty, I don't want that for myself. That's not the life that I want. I want to be able to remain in a space where I can honor God and I can put him first and I can honor myself and my time with my family, but still be there for others to help and share my knowledge and my wisdom and help others grow and excel at my new job. And so I'm now trying to figure out how to do this in a way where I don't turn around hating it or despising it. I want to do it in a way where it's just, hey, yo, Nikki, this is Nikki. Like Nikki, Nikki's online today. Let's see what she's talking about type of thing versus I'm out here on the grind and I'm competing with others, if that makes sense. So I have some questions that I want you guys to take down, you know, get your little notebook, your little journal or whatever. And I have some questions that I want you to also ask yourself. I want you guys to write them down and when you get some time alone, just answer them and just allow yourself to just freely write. Don't overthink anything. Don't try to make sense of why you said you want a certain thing. Just write what comes to your mind when you see these questions and then go from there. Here's the thing. If you knew that the end was coming, how would you make the most of your time? If you knew the end was coming, what legacy would you aspire to leave behind? If you knew the end was coming, is there anything you would change? And finally, what are your deepest desires? Like, what do you really want? And with this question, again, whatever has happened in your life in the past year may may impact how you answer this question. You may realize, like, what I wanted a year ago is not what I want now there's things that I prayed fervently for where now I'm like that's really not what I want anymore and I still want to influence and I want to empower others but I don't I am so open to doing it in a way that maybe I did not expect to do it I am so open to allowing God to lead me into that instead of me trying to make it happen. Just like me trying to make it happen with these jobs when it was not my time. It was not my time for whatever reason. That's the thing, I'm still not sure yet like why I went through all of that besides me now sharing my story with you guys. But for me personally, like why I went through all of that and I'm sure as time goes by, I'm going to, revelation is going to come to me, but Once I got to the point where I was like, yo, I don't even care no more. I'm not even sweating these jobs because in all honesty, I'm over here stressing out, applying, applying, applying. And at the end of the day, I have a roof over my head. I have my own room. I'm eating well. I'm chilling in the bed on the weekends, watching my shows. I go to the gym. You know, life is not necessarily flowing the way that I want it to. And I don't get to really schedule my days exactly how I want to. But at the end of the day, God has covered me and I have never lacked. I still, my life is so extremely blessed compared to many people. But once I got to the point of like, this is what it is. So now you know what? Just work on your creativity. That's what I said. Work on your creativity. You love to create, start creating. There's so many things that I'm going to be creating for you women. There's courses that I'm going to be working. There's so many things. And I figured I'm just going to fall in love with these things again. I used to draw all the time when I was younger. I am an artist and I am a creative. 
And I decided that I'm just going to fall back into those things that I really enjoy doing instead of feeling like I have to show up a certain way and do things a certain way. So how has your perspective changed over the past year? That's pretty much it for today's podcast. I told you guys I had a lot that I wanted to talk about and I was just going to talk. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you got a lesson out of this when it comes to whatever situation that you're going through. I want to just leave you guys with some tips for emerging strong from a hard season because we're all going to experience them at some point. Multiple seasons, multiple hard seasons, some of us more than others. Each of us, our seasons, our hard seasons look different than the other person. But here are my, my tips to help you navigate your own seasons and your own transitions. So first I want to tell you guys to embrace vulnerability and seek support from people that you trust. I know that vulnerability can be a scary place for a lot of us to be in. It's a scary place for me to be in. It comes with uncertainty, right? It comes with the risk, with risk and emotional exposure. It's scary. And we don't get to put up a strong front anymore when you're allowing yourself to be vulnerable. You don't get to have this wall up and walk around as if everything is all together anymore. And especially if you are deciding to rely on God to get you through this, you're going to have to allow yourself to be vulnerable. And one thing that I've learned with this whole process is that trying to hold on to this, I'm strong, I got this mentality, it actually makes it more exhausting holding on to this strong front of I'm not going to cry, you know, this is not going to take me down, which you should have a mentality of this is not going to take me down, but at the same time, still allow yourself to feel what's going on. Um, I believe that when we don't allow ourselves to feel, there's an anger that starts to build up within, within us. And this anger just comes from, again, a place of hurt and uncertainty and confusion and not being able to express these things so allow yourself to be vulnerable and find a community your community could be one or two people but seek support whether it's close family members that you can trust if you have any close friends people in your community even if it's someone at church if you need a counselor get a counselor because that is seeking support if you need a therapist get a therapist because that is seeking support but definitely embrace vulnerability and seek the support and one thing I've learned is that we have to let go of our own timeline at the end of the day no matter how soon you want this to wrap up if it's in God's hands it's going to happen on his time and I really wish that now that I look back at everything I'm like well dang had I known it would have been like exactly a year um, I wouldn't have been tripping as much as I did, <laughs> but in the thick of it, I was like, yo, I can't see the ending. Like I literally can only see the step right in front of me. I can't see the, the finish line. And that really freaked me out. So if you can let go of your expectations and just trust him more, it'll make this journey so much easier. I would tell you to also nurture and deepen your connection with God. Ask him for guidance and Know that although you're deepening your faith in God and you are deciding to lean into his presence, it does not necessarily mean that your situation is now all of a sudden going to 
get better or it does not mean that you will no longer experience the hardship that's not what it means but it means that you trust him to lead you and guide you in the right way it means that you trust him to protect you and to care for you and provide everything that you need and I keep telling y'all I have not gone a day lacking I have not lacked a doggone thing. <laughs> like, me and my kids have been good. So lean in on God and stop being reliant on humans. Stop putting all of your trust in a human being. This is something that my eyes have been open to so wide and I've always known. But being placed in this position, if I can say the biggest lesson that I'm taking from this right now is God showing me like he is all that I need. And I don't have to go seeking people or putting expectations on people because he will place the right people into my life to help me and so I want you guys to know that and finally lean into your personal introspection and self-discovery ask these soul searching questions like some of the questions that I gave you and if you're in a wilderness season go into that soul searching season where you're learning more about yourself and who you are there's so much that I've learned about myself through this entire journey. Uh, and get that therapy if you need it. If this is messing with your mental health, where you are having, you're going into depression or you're even having suicidal thoughts, don't play with that. Get that therapy if you need it. So that is it for today's episode. You guys, thank you so much for rocking with me. Please share this podcast with anyone that you feel would enjoy it or be able to take something from it. I want y'all to share your experiences with me as well. If you feel so inclined, I answer all of my DMs pretty much as long as they're respectful. So if you want to hit me up in a DM, my Instagram information is in the notes of this podcast. And I just want to encourage you guys to not lose hope because you, just like me, you can emerge stronger and you will emerge stronger. Stay tuned for next week's episode where I actually will have a guest on with me. I have a really good friend coming on and we are going to be talking about not just me, both of us, our trust issues with God. Because as much as I talk about God and I love him and I'm leaning on him your girl still has trust issues so that is it for today's episode of course y'all know i cannot leave you without a scripture so today's scripture is coming from proverbs 3 verse 5 and 6 and it says trust in the lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths stay blessed y'all